yes, for sure. It's the new, trying to find the new normal. Um, and that obviously takes time. And it's, a lot of the time it doesn't feel very normal at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like getting back into the groove, groove of things. But um, I'm really hoping, like, I mean. That sounds like yeah, a movie I, right there. Jess getting her groove back. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the JJ segment. Follow my journey and let's talk FND. I think, I think if anything, it's kind of nice wearing a mask in public because you just, it kind of is like a security blanket almost because you just keep to yourself. There's no like, well, I mean, you know, like everyone. Pros and cons. But wearing a mask, you, as a woman, if you're lazy, <laughs> you, no, yeah. you, you only have to do your eye makeup and nothing else. You don't have to wear the lippy or anything and just whack it on. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, mask on, poof, nothing else. And yes, go big bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is. I mean, I haven't bloody. I don't think I've worn makeup properly in a, quite a while. Honestly, like a couple of weeks now. But yeah. even then, like I used to wear makeup like every day. But that was, I guess, when I was working and stuff. But yeah, it's been so nice just not caring about that anymore. Because it's not just having to worry it doesn't, about that. doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. I haven't got my hair done in bloody like a century. <laughs> Looks awful. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. And actually, um, I went to the hairdresser. Was a uh, yesterday? No, not yesterday. Last week. Yesterday, I went to the hairdresser. I no, thought it looked a bit shorter. Yeah, I actually had the chop for the yeah. first time. First time since the pandemic ish, and um, I said to her, "I need a mum haircut. Number one, something that's yeah. manageable." <laughs> Because your priorities change when you're like, when you've got FND too. Because you also, Mm. I said to her as well, um, I have low energy as well. I can't be Mm. worried about styling the hair all the time. Yeah. It's got to be easy to like manage too. So Mm. make it short, make it easy and yeah, just do it. Yep. I've always felt that way too yeah I think even before like FND and like major chronic illness I've always just been super blase about my hair like as long as I can get it out of my face when I want to and I don't have to style it as much <laughs> I don't really care <laughs> when I shaved my head for cancer a couple of years back and that was I probably already told you but that was like the most easiest thing That's because amazing. It, you didn't have wow. to do anything it was so but good. that's really brave to do as well. Like seriously, to yeah, to do that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I think people have differing opinions on like hair, um, especially mm. like women. Obviously, a lot of women like really hold hair to a high standard in order to feel comfortable about themselves and their beauty and you know standards and stuff. But yeah. me, I, I don't know. I don't really care, and I think like. Yeah, it was just like, I guess, a challenge to the patriarchy. <laughs> Being a little yeah. rebel. 
Well, I love it. I love that you did that. You know, it just shows what your character is like, you know. I love it. Yeah. Go, Jess. Well, basically, um, this week is the week that we uh, post up your revelation, which is Mm, so cool. So Mm. let it rip. Um, Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really funny because um, one of the girls on Instagram is doing that um, FND morning tea thing. And she's kindly asked to use my graphics on like a slideshow. Oh, wow. Um, That's interesting. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's really cool. And like, I'm like, you know, quite flattered that she wanted to because she said that I explained stuff like really really well and Mm -hmm. get the point across like really well and I was like well that's really nice of you thank you so she wants to use um particular graphics like the one that I did about Freud and the one that I did about um like people's experiences and I um (laughs) was reading through them because I sent them to her this morning Uh and I'm kind of looking at them and like what I wrote in the past Uh and I'm kind of like do I still agree (laughs) with (laughs) now you're going I don't know if people are going to read this and then they're going to hear the next JJ segment and they're going to go, Jess, ah, Jess. No, but what people, like the listeners who are going to listen to this podcast, what they're going to understand is we're still not 100% with Freud. Let's get this straight. We're we're still not kosher with Freud. Oh, no. Yeah, Freud can get go yeah. to the dogs. Like that, that I still stand by. <laughs> exactly. We're still not 100%. Don't get us wrong. It's yeah. just we're looking at the whole picture. Actually, today I was like meant to yeah. go on Instagram today. Haven't got around to it, but I'm making a statement that to this week and next week even, we're going to be looking at the whole picture of FND, yeah, including I love that. Yep. the mental as well as the physical side of FND. Yeah. So we could all look at your revelation the better way, as well as, um, you know, prep up for Maggie's Corner and Deb's because they're mm. all focusing as well on their own experience with your revelation as well. So stay tuned, people. Yeah. Yes. I'm really interested to hear Maggie's part too, just because she's a student in psychology. So mm-hmm. um, obviously like the revelation that I have is very t- to do with that subject. Um, yeah. So hearing her point of view, I think is going to be really cool because I can, all I can do is kind of just talk, uh, reiterate what my psychologist told me. And it's not as, uh, I guess, glamorous is the way he puts it, but um I try to word it as good as possible. We could always but, glamour yeah, like, it up. Like if you if you say something now, I can try and glamour it up right now. If you try, put like a voice filter on there. <laughs> if, if you say something now, like I, I can put that that like so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was a bit more airy fairy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you were going to get taken seriously if that's what we're going to do. Uh, okay. Right yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. So how have you been anyway besides, um, you know, the the revelations coming up this week? Is everything else okay with you? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm um, still seeing improvement in most things. I still haven't had a seizure. I sort of, I got stressed a bit the other day because, yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> I know, so I'm doing a little dance to you guys. I'm like, yes, seizure free. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm like counting down the days till October, hoping that I can just get driving again. Um, I mean, I know you're going to be driving like far places, but if I can just pop to my sister's house or the shops when I want to, that's amazing. Um, but like, I'm still, obviously I've got like the fatigue and, um, the chronic pain and I'm getting dystonia still and stuff. Dystonia is a a really funny one because I kind of don't even know if it's sort of related to like, um, if we're looking at it in my revelation point of view, how, you know, you're flared up by certain things. I'm not sure if dystonia is one of them. Because mm. I've never really been able to base it around something that I've been holding back. Um, so if I'm feeling stressed or anxious about something and I'm not letting myself feel that emotion, I don't really get dystonia. That's right. kind of like something that's just always just on the sidelines and I get it regardless of how I'm feeling. Yes. Um, which I just I, found, I find interesting. I think it might – I don't know if my dystonia is sort of more like an overload of – sensation whether that's visual emotional um you know environmental whatever it is well that's Um, certainly something to actually investigate more um yeah and i guess that's part of your journey as well yeah it's everybody yeah that's it yeah the claw yeah yeah (laughs) um but in saying that i haven't had it as badly as i've had it in the past where I get it in my back and I curl over and I can't move. Mm. It's more just in this left hand like it always is. Um, But, I mean, other than that, like I've been looking after my nephew, Will, for um, quite some time. I've been going over to my sister's house at like 6 in the morning. Alec has been dropping me there on his way to work. And um, my sister's pretty much been bringing him out of the bedroom like half asleep, giving him to me and then going back to bed. Oh, love it oh, yeah. there you go it's like auntie auntie jess is here there you go okay mama's going now bye-bye tag your it yeah i i'm so glad that i've been able to help because she's been um you know just having those newborn struggles with him um he's got really bad colic really bad reflux i did as a baby as well so um we're kind of like I still got bad reflux. Actually, I got some weird GI issues that I haven't investigated. But uh, um, okay, fair. Yeah, so Mama, check that out. <laughs> yes, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've always just been told by doctors that it's normal. But so, yeah, I don't think this is normal. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. But yeah, so looking after him has just been amazing for my mental health, which sounds funny, but um, because but he has been like an actual angel with me most of the time like he didn't the last time I was there he didn't fuck one bit which was so good and I was able to actually get him to sleep I was rocking him on um while he lay on the lounge and um yeah I think just I don't know I I'm just seeing life in a different perspective I guess having like a newborn baby um in my life not (laughs) not my baby but it's my nephew um and just being able to help my sister and seeing like the how my help actually um, affects her in a positive way, because um, like me and my partner go, went and cooked dinner for them one night just so that they could have like 
you know, a night off where they can just be a family together instead of one trying to cook while one's trying to like bath the baby and change the baby and, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's been um, super nice just seeing how helpful I can be when I guess F&D doesn't make, make you feel that way. Like F&D has such a negative effect on your life a lot of the times because you feel like you're not capable of doing of that anything. sort of stuff and you yes. feel like you're the one that's always getting the help. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, it makes you feel like you're a burden all me. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you like, yeah, my sister, something. she's driven me to appointments. Uh-huh. She's, um, she's come and cleaned the house for me on really bad days. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can actually return the favour – not that it's like, you know, tip for tap, but you do want to um, return it um, because it's their family and you care about them. So the fact that I can actually do that without any sort of negative repercussions on my health is just really, really nice. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's been making me go, oh, hang on a sec. I can actually do stuff if I don't actually like limit myself mentally. Yes. Because I think that's a really big problem with FND is, you're told how disabling it is and you see how disabling it is because it is. It's awful. But um, when you actually slowly start to accept, like, what's happening and then um, see improvement and get treatment that is bringing you that improvement as well and then just, like, flip your perspective a bit, you can actually see that, like, it's not all doom and gloom (laughs) and you can – have a decent life with this uh, disability. But um, something interesting that I saw, the you know, the neurosymptoms.org website, mm-hmm. it's been revamped. So he's doing it up. done it all up. <laughs> yeah, oh, and hey, I'm going to check it up. out because, like, last time I yeah, saw it, it was still it like the 1990s look, but it was still yeah. pretty <laughs> It's it was still, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's always been a really good place to go to. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but um, I was one of the people that sort of did. Um, so yeah, he's revamped it and he's added some stuff and taken away some stuff. But one thing that he's added that I never saw before, which I found super interesting, and he he repeats it in a couple of the articles that you can find, um, is pretty much you need to accept your diagnosis in order to see like improvement Um, and you need to understand your diagnosis. And I found that super interesting because I could really relate to that. And I think it's um, super important for people to do it. And it's also, I guess, super important for people to get, you know, second opinions if they believe that they need it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people on Instagram that don't actually believe that they have FND um, and they even though they've been diagnosed with it they want that second opinion and it kind of just it yeah it makes sense because it's it's one of those things where it's like don't just believe the doctor's word every single time because <laughs> uh, because they can be wrong they're capable of being wrong um, well everyone's so human you, still like yeah that's can, it they they're not robots it wrong. like <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. So when it comes to like your F and D journey, um, before you even begin to like try and see improvement and get better or back to at least like a, a normal level, um, accept the diagnosis that's been given to you 
and understand that diagnosis to a T so that you know it pretty much through and through like the back of your hand. Um, because I feel like if you don't, it really does set back your, basically your whole treatment plan. Because if you're just getting treatment for something that you don't even believe that you have, but you're just doing it because it's like, oh, it's just what the doctor's saying, you're not gonna you're not gonna get better. <laughs> you're really not because well, this is it's true. mind over matter. Yeah, and also hmm. if you don't believe it yourself, well then yeah. your body you yourself are just <laughs> gonna say, Well, I don't know what I'm doing this for. You're just gonna stay stagnant. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And it, I think it's the same as like even understanding it. So you believe that in the diagnosis that you have and you get, you believe and accept that you have FND, um, at least understand it as well. Like I think that's the next step. Is like your first step is accepting your diagnosis and the next step is understanding your diagnosis and not just taking, um, you know, what you find on Google as sacred scripture. Doing your own investigations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because like yeah. as we said before as well, FND is very individualized too. So once you understand yeah. FND, you can actually individualize it too because, you know, you understand, oh, this um, symptom is exactly what my FND is and then go, okay, mm. well, what can I do to work with my FND? Not just yeah, the it. standard generalized FND. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 And does I think that that's yeah. where, like, my, yeah, no, it does. And yeah. I, I think that's where, like, my revelation comes into play is you need to be open to all, um, you know, pathways, all avenues. Um, and if you're not, again, you're blocking yourself from potential um, improvement. <laughs> and, like, that, yeah. I, I just, I can't even... Yeah. Cycle, the vicious <laughs> yeah, exactly. cycle. They're like the oh well this isn't yeah. going to work. I don't really believe yeah. that everything's going to plan. I don't believe this mm-hmm. F and D and yeah. Just cycle, cycle, yeah. cycle, cycle, cycle. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like this doesn't just apply to the diagnosis of F and D. This applies to every single diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's it's super prevalent in the F and D diagnosis just because it is very um, it's a psychological based diagnosis in to an extent. Um, it's not all psychological. We know that, but it is that there is a prevalence of psychology in it that people need to be open to. Um, and I need to just say it again and again, like a broken record, because I think people always arc up as soon as they hear psycho- psychological. It's I'm not, not saying all in my in head. head. It's not all, like I'm really I'm hearing, saying. it's not all in my head. It's not yeah. all psychological. I know. It's neurological. I know, but. Yes. This yeah. is what I'm hearing, like, Daddy, the F&D podcast. Yeah. It's not all in my head. It's not all psychological. It's neurological. Yeah. There is hardware. Yeah. We're saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're I saying know. that. It's so oh. Oh, we all, I almost it's feel like I need to, to co- I need to commission you. <clears throat> I need to commission yeah. you to go, okay, Jess, we need a new diagram <laughs> where it's like we have a whole body, right? I'm actually mm-hmm. drawing this up and it's got like FND with a whole body and then you've got like the psychological, neurological, and, um, you know, physical, medical, and then it's like at the top, treat it 
as a whole. I'm holding yeah, it. Yeah, that's actually a really good diagram. <laughs> I was just holding it. Maybe up. I can. <laughs> Could you do something I can make like a that? graphic on that. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I'll tag you in it. And then just I like, think that's super important. At functionally just and um, the FND podcast is. Yeah. Because that's exactly yeah. what um, people need to hear is. It's, yeah. And then put it in um, in brackets. It's not all in your head. <laughs> it's not. Oh, all it's in... so hard to like explain. It, like it, I, I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to like think of the right like words to say where it's like um, psychological doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you've made this up. No, it no. means that like your psychology is affected by something because of probably several predispositions or several factors. That's all. Like, that's all we're saying. <laughs> and so, like, please don't get defensive. And, like, I totally get it because I was one of those people that got defensive to begin with because I didn't understand. And that's why I'm pressuring people to understand, understand this diagnosis because a lot of people diagnosis. don't. Yeah. They don't understand it. They they just take, like, little bits of things that they read that they agree with and go, yeah, it's that. And, yes, no, it's not that, but it's that. And it's like, how about you see it as a whole thing? And put it all together and then realize like that this <laughs> thing has a lot of contributing factors to it, a lot of predispositions that we still don't know. Like we there's a lot of things that we can um say, yeah, it's for sure this, but there's a lot of stuff that we have no idea about whatsoever. Like we don't know the cause and we're not saying that we do. And so I think people just really need to just like calm down <laughs> and just chill out and just just accept that it, it is yeah. what it is. It, <laughs> I'm just like watching you like I, I, I don't know how to transfer this into yeah, audio is. like uh, yeah. <laughs> if this was like a video right now you, you'd see these yeah. like hand gestures right now I'm just like take it yeah and you're just rubbing it away like take it and and please just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do. I have, I'm not being a bitch about it. I'm, no. I have sympathy for the people that, you know, um, struggle with the idea that we're presenting and that the psychologist presented to me because I have been there. So I completely understand. And it took me, I want to say like probably two months mm-hmm. or like a month and a half to actually finally grasp it and actually go hang on a second yeah that actually makes so much sense and so if I can help people do that and like have that revelation it's really validating (laughs) I I actually like loved how validating it was it actually didn't invalidate me whatsoever and it didn't make me feel like a malingerer and it made me feel like the total opposite to be honest it made me feel like a bloody warrior well that's what you're meant to do you're meant to be empowered and it for you to yeah. actually reach that point is actually pivotal because I do remember mm. like you were actually spiraling and, you know, I think mm. we all reach that point too. We all yeah. reach that point. Totally. Mm. I think a lot of people stay at the spiral and they, they don't go anywhere and mm. so they just are constantly spiraling for like months or years and I think that is sad. Like I, it's sad and it's not their fault because the the fault 
of it is that we don't have access to the stuff that we need. The only reason why I've come to this, you know, revelation that I'm seeing improvement in myself is because I had a psychologist available to me that was extremely trained in FND and was able to explain it to me in a way that no one else could, not even the neurologist. Mm. And not everyone has that. I want to say like a very, very low percentage of people actually have that. And that is no one's fault, no patient's fault. It's unfortunately the medical field's fault. And it's because they don't view FND as something as disabling and serious as it is. Um, and it's because of the stigma that people, you know, <laughs> see about mental health. And it just or it goes back to that very view that we're trying to express that is wrong. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So it sucks because it's like, uh, because of this, we can't have this. And it's because of this that, you know, people don't believe this. <laughs> it's not behavioural. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Mm. But Yeah, that's it. But Definitely. It's not behavioral but it is it is neurological and it is hardware Mm. and you know we are treating if you do all the treatments all together I actually do want to um do want to actually interview um a neuro um, physiotherapist to see what they actually um recommend as well I get all points of Mm. view too uh so that will be very very interesting as well um but yeah Actually, I was speaking to uh, I was just speaking to Maggie recently, and the last segment she was speaking about um, you know putting pressure on herself. Uh, you know, she's only just been recently diagnosed herself, and I think that's mm. a very big issue too because you've only just been recently diagnosed yourself too, and um, I, even myself three years into it this August. Um, I find myself putting pressure on myself to be better already um, mm. with FND. Um, do you find that you're doing that with yourself at the moment? Um, yes and no. I think I was definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it's gotten a lot better now. Um, I, I think it's because my perspective has changed That's that good. I yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't pressure myself but I also like because I'm seeing improvement I'm kind of at that point where it's like okay well do I like try and start doing stuff that I was afraid to do before like where, awesome. how, where do I go from here like <laughs> so the possibilities have opened up for you so almost you're yeah. on the track to recovery this is your recovery now almost yeah yeah well, I'm hoping so I I mean like I still very much struggle with mobility, mm. um, not as much as I did, but I still definitely do. Um, so, like, there is, like, little aspects where I'm, like, I feel like if I went to try something that I was too afraid to do before, I'd probably have, like, that, you know, punch in the face where it's, like, no. <laughs> and I think that's what's stopping me because I'm scared that I'm just going to, I guess, just be disproven. Um, it'll make me spiral again. The um, to the point of like, oh, like what? Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, it's, it's bound to come. It's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is like a, a thing that's just been sort of like playing in my mind. Um, my neighbor, <laughs> she's the one that I helped with the cat and she's deaf and um, she's been texting me recently and she's offered me um, a job to work 
at, she works at a factory around here that sorts chicken eggs <laughs> into cartons. Hey. And she said that she'd off like she. <laughs> she said that she'd ask her boss. <laughs> she said she'd ask her boss for me if I like was interested, and I'm like, I am. I want to get back to work. Like that sounds amazing. Like hell yeah. But at the same time, I'm so scared because it's like, what if I just can't do it? And then I've set up this standard for myself that I can't even reach. And even with the boss, it just scares me. Like I, I don't know. Like Your how to take an opportunity out. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that I can do is just speak my truth. If this opportunity does arise and the boss doesn't want to hire me, just tell them like, hey, I've got a disability. I might not last or I might have to sit down the entire time or, you know, something. Um, but it sucks because I hate being that person that's like, oh, coddle me. <laughs> I have limitations and you know, you need to always be taking care of me because I'm super independent. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> no one wants to be think, that, though. Like, I think that's the reality. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. We, we were always, I think before F&D, we were all independent. We've always been oh, yeah. the, you know, the go-getter. For me, anyway, I've always been the I can do it. Don't don't worry. Don't, don't do it for me. I'll look after you, person. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even now, I guess because you're yeah. a nurse, that sort of is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it for you. Yeah. I'll look after you. And um, even yeah. now, you know, for someone to look after me, and so I'm still struggling with that a lot. Um, so even in the work situation, yeah. look, you know, but that's part of your acceptance, and that's part of my acceptance too. Still to work on is. Hey, I, I need that help. But in order to move forward, that's what we've got to deal with to actually Yeah, you do. Get on you with have to go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 And like I guess to get back into work, even if it's just casual hours, I mean that's all I could be able to do anyway, let's face it. Would just like really be helpful for my mental health. Just mm-hmm. because like I'd actually feel useful again and then financially as well, that would help me a lot. Um and, like, as much as the thought scares me, it also, you know, makes me super hopeful about the future. And I'm, you know, kind of excited about the prospects. But, yeah, there's just a couple of things that I still need to work on. I mean, like, when we talk about me um, or all of us being independent, like, in my frame of view, it gets to the point where, like, it's almost, like, to my detriment because I'll be cooking dinner and... um I'll be like almost fainting or having like a blackout or whatever, which is just stuff my autonomic system. I don't think it's even related to F and D or if it is, it's very slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I'll go lie in the lounge and Alec will take over cooking dinner, but I'll feel really bad because he's worked, you know, all day. And so I'll be <laughs> completely like weak and like almost fainting and like get up off the lounge and be like, no, I need to keep doing this. And like, it's not helpful for anyone because I'm just going to It's a lose-lose situation. Here you are. Yeah. Here you are almost fainting going, I, I need to peel a carrot. Come on. I'm, I'm going to help you. I feel really guilty. Yeah. He's oh, like, and I was like, put it down. It. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that applies to, like, my work situation as well. Like, I've, I've seen myself do it. I bloody – I go to work – feeling like absolute crap and then I have a seizure 
or I faint or, you know, I get but a migraine. A, that, but, you know, so like. But that situation was the old you before the, before you knew yeah. what you were capable of doing. But I feel like doing. that old me is still, is still there. Is I feel still like prevalent. that old me is still there. But you've got to learn um, way, your yeah. limitations though. That's the thing. Your limitations, what mm. you can and can't do in that, in yeah. that job and then apply it and um, yeah, not push it as well. So in that regard, you've got to listen to your body as well and, um, you know, mm. see if you can do it. And if you can't, you can't. Um, I yeah. also wonder what your actual rights are as work and disability. So if um, that might mm. be interesting too. So I might put some LinkedIn links below um, you know, on yeah, this no, that's a good idea. Yeah, so that way, if you are, I, I to think pursue it, it's there. Yeah, yeah. I think like the another like worry of mine is like the the public's view of disability. And so, if I'm I'm working for look, I really don't want to like categorize, but it's just because it's been shown to me. If I'm working for a man that's like in his sixties or you know fifties or whatever, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have like the best view of disability. And then something happens and he only really cares about the money that he's making and not really about his workers. I would be like, that's something that scares me because that's a confrontation that I don't really need. And I feel like that would just exacerbate my symptoms more than anything. But that shouldn't but exist in, in the workplace that, though. That's I know it shouldn't, there. but it does. <laughs> I, I know it doesn't, but like that's, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it does exist, like, and that's something that we need to face. And like it, I've seen it and I've experienced it, and it scarred me. Like I've had people talk about me behind my back, saying that I'm faking it about my endometriosis and my pain, and um, like it's it's something that will stay with me for the rest of my life. And I think I think that's probably I'm only just realizing it now. It's something that I probably have to go over with my <laughs> psychologist because. Yeah. It's really scarred me. It's really um, affected me yeah. because I know myself and I know that I have a very amazing work ethic and I'm very, very good at any job that I, that I try. Yeah. Um, but it's the, the disability, that disability isn't me, you know, like my inability to do things, that's not me. No, no, <laughs> and it you sucks will find that a my way. My body is holding me back. Yeah, it, you yeah. will find a way. And that's exactly right. I think um, I was watching uh, me and TikTok. Dang it. <laughs> it's, it's a, <laughs> I curse TikTok sometimes because it really does stop me from sleeping. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was watching it last <laughs> night and there was this lady and she was really pissed off because um, she has a disability, but she is beautiful. She's young and she's beautiful and she's got a parking sticker and she was just told off by an old gentleman um, who was just telling her off that she shouldn't be parking there even though she had a disability sticker because she didn't look like a disabled person, you know, and here she was, yeah. she was just fuming in the car, waving a disability sticker going, but I am disabled. Who, what, what am I meant to look like, you know? Yeah, and exactly. She's I know. young. She's young, but she's yeah. disabled and she looked fine. She looked like a normal person. But then again, it's mm-hmm. the same with work too as well. I mean, ableism is all over the place. It is a real problem. And there's always – but that's the thing with, um, with the community. There's always going to be judgment everywhere. You're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um 
normal person, abled person or not, you're going to face judgment mm-hmm. anywhere and everywhere. Looks, you know, looks, the way that you yeah, behave, no, that's very true. your work ethic, yeah. everything. Um, but it, it, yeah. you just become more I guess conscious even, when you become this way, yeah. when you become newly diagnosed or that's newly disabled. A really good point. On. Yeah. Um, that is a really good point because even if I didn't have these disabilities, I'd still be judged about something. Yeah. So, like, you, there's no escaping it. So, yeah, that is a, a fantastic point. So, um, and yeah. I think, yeah, that's definitely something that I'll have to keep in mind. I think, like, with this particular job, the mm. fact that my neighbour is deaf and she works at this place, he obviously is a supporter of people that have disabilities. That's awesome. So that's at least something. That's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's something. She's she's lovely. Yeah. She, she sounds so yeah. beautiful, really. She and is her, so beautiful. Yeah. Ah. And for her, she, she, to actually, um, for her to actually outsource yeah, this so, for you too, it, that's incredible yeah. <laughs> for her to do. She didn't really need to do that. Oh, I know. know no, she didn't. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All I did was like bloody help her with the dog and cat situation and the fact that she's like on, you know, uh, above and beyond um, to, you know, just Goes to show, show her, her appreciation. Like, yeah. 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 But, yeah, she messaged me the other day because um, – I ended up telling her like, hey, I've got like a neurological disorder. I can't actually work at the moment or at least I don't think I can. Um, hopefully, you know, like I can get better. Thank you so much for the like opportunity. I really appreciate that. Um, I can't drive until October. So maybe in October I would be more open to it. Yeah. Um, and she then messaged me yesterday and was like, I'm going to Coles. Um, is there anything that you need? Um, just let me know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's How? so nice. See, that's I'm what like, neighbours are meant to be like. I don't know yeah. about the society nowadays, but, like, that's what neighbours are like. That's what they're meant to be like. Yeah, that's what they're For meant sure. to be like. And, um, you know, yeah. it's just really lovely the way that she's treated you. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, no, she's One beautiful. thing that I just um, want to mention as well, I think that when you do have FND or any kind of disability, the one thing that really stops us in our tracks is the fear. And, um, mm. you know, um, the fear of not being able to do something and what if we fail? Um, yeah. But what if we totally. don't? But what if we don't? And if we do, is there yeah. another way around it? That's mm. that's my, you know, th- my thinking at the moment is what if yeah. there's another way to go around it? You know? No, I really like that. And, yeah, it is super, super true. Mm. Like, yeah, I know, like, you'd see it stopping me and I won't let it. Like, I'll eventually <laughs> get to the point. I mean, I just recently um, sent one of my books to a publisher and that's something that's yes! huge to me. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't wait to read this book. Oh, my God. That's amazing, Jess. Oh, that's if it gets published. <laughs> oh, shush. Oh, shush. I mean, I can send it to you before then if you want. <laughs> it's very rough draft, but you're welcome to read it now. <laughs> so to all the listeners out there, we might be talking to an actual author here. Well, actually, no, I'm going to rephrase that. We're talking to an author here. <laughs> and one day we're going to be all reading her books and it's going to be amazing. So just putting it out Aww, there. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I do appreciate the positive energy being put out there. I Yeah, it was about time. My mother-in-law really impressed me. She was like, do it. I was like, okay. So, um, yeah, that's something that made me feel like, um, 
feel good about myself. Like, yeah, just like pretty good because I was like, you know, I'm actually being proactive. I'm not just sitting around doing nothing. Um, yeah. And yeah, like that mentally really, really helped. Um, but yeah, so I'm just waiting to hear back. That is scary, but I've done it before, so it doesn't really matter. And like, look, if they don't, if they don't want it, they have about 42 other books they can read. <laughs> 42? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, yeah. yes, you are an author. Rightio. <laughs> Well, let's just like um, rephrase FND then, because you've actually um, re- you've raised a good point. Um, let me just mark this because I've started there like um, FND, FND. You are capable. You are capable. Yeah, because you you have you have raised a point that, and I have said it many capable many 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 times that FND has taken so much take 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 um but mm. you are trying to find what you can do and what it yeah. hasn't taken away what you can do now yes for sure it's the new trying to find the new normal um and that obviously takes time and it's a lot of the time it's doesn't feel very normal at all <laughs> but um yeah it's just like getting back into the groove groove of things but um i'm really hoping like i mean that sounds like yeah, a movie I, right there jess getting her groove back <laughs> <laughs> get my groove, get her groove back, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, look, <laughs> hopefully. I'm slowly getting yeah. there, I think, but... No, I think you are, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. a new... If there was a T-shirt, merchandise T-shirt, that would be my T-shirt. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yes. So, <laughs> well, I'm going to love you and leave you there because we are running out of time, but I am glad that you, uh, Jess, is getting her group back. <laughs> Doing, Hell yeah. doing a little dance here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to glamorize it. Getting a group back. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no group at all. I don't think you want to see me dance. <laughs> oh, shush. That's the next thing. Next <laughs> next episode, next segment, I'm going to see you do a group dance. I might even do a video oh. on it. I might do a video of it. And then I might put it on Instagram, guys. We'll see that. <laughs> On Instagram, we'll do the little group dance. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make a new trend, FND group dance. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, love you and leave you. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. And yes, good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, for sure. The revelation. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, All right. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the JJ segment. Please subscribe to at FunctionallyJet on Instagram and stay tuned to more JJ segments on the SMD podcast with Debbie. You can find more information on functional neurological disorder on these websites, www.neurosymptoms.org by Professor John Stone and also SMD Australia Support Services at www.fndoz.org.au. Continue to be an FND warrior advocate and learn more about FND.
The F&D Podcast is proud to be the F&D Australian Podcast Series. Thanks for listening. Until next time.